All right, so I guess it's cool to call a company a fraud, make outrageous claims with none of them being true. Just because Nikola was fraudulent, that means that Lordstown Motor, Hylion, and all these other companies need to be fraudulent too? I think not. And that is why on this video, I am going to answer some questions posted by other YouTubers in their videos where they talked about Lordstown Motor and they said that this company could have been a fraud and they said this company was overvalued, this and that. We are going to answer some questions so that at the end of the day, maybe you have a better understanding about the company. What's up YouTube and welcome back to the We Are Investing channel, a channel that's dedicated in investing and personal finance. Before we get started in this video, let me know in the comments down below if you like Lordstown Motor, ticker symbol DPHC, or if you do not like this stock. I personally do not own stock in Lordstown Motor. I own stock in Workhorse and they are somewhat tied together, so I don't want to be over leveraged but I am not a shareholder in Lordstown Motor. And also in this video, I am not giving you professional advice. I'm just giving you my personal opinion. I am not telling you to buy or sell any given stock. And then one last thing, please consider hitting that subscribe button, ringing that bell and smashing that like button so that you are notified when I make more videos so we can stay in tune with the stock market together. Now I made a video on Lordstown Motor yesterday. And one of the comments that I got on that video was, there are some rumors floating around about them being a fraud. What do you think about that? So then I went on YouTube and I looked up Lordstown Motor, ticker symbol DPHC, and I saw two videos of guys with decent followings, followings much larger than mine, talking about this company and saying that they are a fraud, that they are lying, that they are a joke of a company, that they are a horrible investment. Now the first video is from Tom Nash, it got 25,000 views. The title of the video, The Truth About Lordstown Motor. And then the second video is from Cascans Academy. This was released today after my video and the title is Lordstown Motor $1.6 billion fraud, Nikola Motors 2.0. I don't know how all these guys are just comparing every single EV spec to Nikola Motors. It was clear that Nikola Motors was lying. Trevor Milton would not shut the hell up and he kept on saying things that just did not make any sense. And that is not the case for Workhorse, Lordstown Motor, Fisker, Hylion, any of those stocks. They don't have a CEO like Trevor Milton. So I'm sick and tired of everyone comparing every EV spec to Nikola Motor. Nikola Motors really left a bad taste in investors' mouth, and now all these YouTubers are comparing companies to Nikola, and Nikola is the hot topic, and it's really hurting all of these specs. Now, one thing that was mentioned by at least one of these videos was the fact that Lordstown Motor is using revenue from pre-orders. And that is actually not true. They are not documenting it as revenue. They are just saying it is potential revenue. This is a startup company. They don't have any revenue. They don't have anything else to go off of, but this is all potential revenue and it's completely legitimate to say so. And this is not out of Nikola's playbook like one of those YouTubers said. This is something that Tesla has done. Look at all of these articles. Tesla Motor receives 10 billion in Model 3 pre-orders in just two days. 
Tesla secures massive order of Tesla semi-electric trucks from Walmart. Tesla Cybertruck has a quarter of a million pre-orders in less than a week. This is something every company does when it releases a new product or a new car especially. It's a way to show investors that customers are actually interested in this product and a way to gauge customers' interest is by the number of pre-orders. Nothing illegitimate here, nothing false. This is very standard for all these companies and this is not out of Nikola's playbook. Another thing that was mentioned was the fact that Lordstown Motor has no revenue. This should not surprise you as an investor. There are a ton of SPACs out there right now that do not have revenues. That does not mean that the company is fraudulent. That does not mean that the company is a joke. This is a startup with huge potential. It is a speculation and leave it at that. Other companies that went public through a SPAC or are going public through a SPAC that have had zero revenue are companies like Virgin Galactic, ticker symbol SPCE, companies like Fisker, companies like Canoe, and companies like QuantumScape. All of those companies do not have revenues. Does that mean that they're fraudulent? No. Another thing that was mentioned was the fact that Lordstown only has 70 employees. And that is the current employees that the company has. That is true. But that is not the number that they're going to have once they start with production. They're not ready to start with production now, so why would they have more employees? It has been stated on record that they're going to use capital from this reverse merger, money that they get in cash proceeds to hire employees once the production is set up in the factory and they can actually start working. It does not make sense to hire them before then, but there have been articles stating that Lordstown Motor will hire close to 400 new employees to get this endurance truck out into the market. Just look right here. From the cash proceeds, they're going to use 130 million for hiring of highly skilled workforce to build the endurance. It's stated in the investor presentation. It's been stated in multiple news articles. A quick Google search would have shown you that the company is not expecting to make trucks with only 70 employees. Another thing that was mentioned in these videos was the valuation of Lordstown at $1.6 billion. And where does that come from? Well, it comes from a share price of $10 and the shares outstanding of 164 million. That's going to give you an equity value of 1.6 billion. Then they go on to say that the market cap for DPHC right now is around 800 million, so half of what the valuation is, implying that the stock market only thinks this company is worth half of that $1.6 billion, and that is completely false. The market cap for DPHC, the SPAC, is not the market cap for Lordstown Motor. That is the market cap for the stock of the SPAC and not the company. You won't get the market cap for the company until the reverse merger is complete. And at that point, you can do the math yourself. You have 164 million shares times around $22. So really, the stock market right now thinks that Lordstown Motor is worth $3.7 billion not 1.6 so they actually think that the valuation the initial valuation for this company was low the fact that you're doing your math with the shares of the spac and not considering the shares outstanding post merger really questions whether or not you know what you're talking about 
when it comes to these SPACs. And then one of the YouTubers did a discounted cash flow, a DCF calculation for Lordstown Motor, when a real investor would not use that kind of calculation for such a new company, a startup, because tweaking any of those values will have a huge impact on your um, price target. Also, you use 35 million shares, not 164 million, which is going to happen as soon as this company merges. Just look at this article here. Why discounted cash flow analysis isn't appropriate for startups. The problem is that it is nearly impossible to predict with any accuracy what the long-term cash flows are for a given company, especially a company that is young or that might be using an innovative and new business model. That is exactly what Lordstown Motor is. They're innovative because they are trying to be the first EV truck to market and they are a new company because they're not even public yet. And like you said, they have zero revenues. The company is just starting out. Now, another thing that was mentioned, which is true from, I believe one of the YouTubers was the fact that this endurance truck is going to be using four hub motors. That is true. But he went on saying that hub motors are a joke. They're used for scooters. There's not a real motor. There's no way that that's going to work. I would not be so quick to assume that these hub motors will not work. I'm not an expert when it comes to motors. I doubt he was either, but it is very innovative and there are reasons why it might work. With these four hub motors, apparently you have less moving parts. You just have the motors at the four wheels. You don't have any of the other moving parts. You don't have pistons, you don't have spark plugs, you don't have a fuel line, you don't have a gearbox, you don't have a camshaft. There are a lot of parts that you're reducing, but you are putting in new technology and you need to make sure that that technology is good so that you, know, you don't get one wheel that breaks down all the time. So there is risk, I understand all that but it is very innovative. And also according to this slide, our vehicles come with not one, but four hub motors. We know that for maximum power and control. By moving the motors to the wheel hubs, we've created perimeter weighting and the lowest center of gravity for unprecedented stability. Also, let's end this discussion on hub motors with some videos of them testing the hub motors so that you know this is legit. All right, guys, so that wraps it up. I am no longer going to be talking about those two videos. 
Before we proceed with finishing this video, I just want to talk about the possibility of Lordstown Motor dropping post-merger. And I would not say that this is a reflection of the company, more of how SPACs have been traded, or maybe that the stock did run up too much. That is also a possibility. But just so you know, over the last couple of weeks, there have been a lot of SPACs that dropped post-merger. Pretty much every single one of them has dropped post-merger recently. As of today, Tattoo Chef went from FMCI to TTCF and it dropped, it dropped 7% on the day. Then you also had Multiplan, which happened last week. Nasdaq has been dropping a lot post-merger as well. That went from CCXX to MPLN. Then you also had Hylion, which was Tortoise Acquisition, ticker symbol SHLL, and now is Hylion HYLN. That has been dropping like crazy post-merger. And then you got Velodyne Lighters, Graph Industrial, which also has been dropping post-merger. That right there is four examples of companies dropping post-merger. That was not the case when SPACs first started, but it might be the case moving forward. So something to keep an eye on. If the stock drops and you're long, then it shouldn't really matter. You should not get upset, but don't go freaking out if the stock drops. Just know that it is a possibility. Now, with all that being said, that wraps it up for this video, guys. I thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If you like the content that I am providing, please consider hitting that subscribe button, ringing that bell, smashing that like button, and adding a comment down below, guys. It goes a long way in helping this channel grow, and I really do appreciate it. Also, I'm sorry that there was no beer review for this video. I promise I'll make it up to you on the next one. But with that being said, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And this is We Are Investing, and together we are invincible. See ya!